Welcome to Author Express. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Shauna Rodriguez, one of your hosts and the founder of Authentic Connections Podcast Network, which makes this podcast possible. This podcast is where you discover the voice behind the pages of your next favorite book. And I'm excited about the author we have for you today. Annie E. Collins is a Seattle area author who writes stories about the lives and loves of women, their hopes, dreams, journeys, and relationships, with the goal of making readers both laugh and cry. Once upon a time, she was a high school teacher in Sweden with a master's degree in educational psychology. Nowadays, her main pursuits are plotting fiction, raising humans, and hanging out with her eternal canine sidekick, Archie. Anna was a RWA Golden Heart finalist in 2019 and a dual 2022 debut author with romantic comedy, Love at First Sight, and contemporary women's fiction novel, These Numbered Days. Her first women's fiction novel, A Life in Bloom, will be released July 4th this year, which was yesterday, and is available now. Her next romantic comedy is scheduled for fall 2024. I am so excited. She is here with us today so we could hear more about this. Welcome, Anna. Thank you. And I will just clarify a little that the romantic comedy is love at first spite, not love at first sight. (laughs) (laughs) That actually makes much more sense. You mean I actually have to read what the words say instead of make up my own words? It's a common mistake. I'm just pointing it out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm not the first person that's done that. Nope. Nope. Well, love at first spite makes it much more fun and definitely tells you how clever your play on words are that so many people don't get that right, huh? Right. (laughs) We'll go, we'll go with that instead of me just not reading very well. We'll just go with that. It's It's totally cool. It's because you're so clever. That's all there is to it. That's wonderful. So tell us, what is the most interesting thing about where you are from? Well, it's a completely different country. So I grew up in Sweden. And I think the balance between work and life is very different there, Mm -hmm. which is something that sets it apart maybe from here in the US. And I would say the most interesting part or the most appealing part is the access to nature. Mm. Um, basically 95% is beautiful. Yes. Is that hard being so far away from it? Well, the Pacific Northwest is beautiful too. I mean, I always look forward to going back visiting in the summers, but I've made us my home. So I don't necessarily miss living there. I miss my family and my friends. <laughs> yes. But you do visit every summer pretty regularly. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And my parents are actually coming out here too. Oh, nice. So it's going to work both ways. That's wonderful. Well, keep yeah. it with that vein. Can you tell us one of your favorite memories from growing up? Ooh, I spent my summers in the south of Sweden because that's where my mom is from. So my grandparents had a farm. So going there in the summer to the beaches, mm. they have white beaches in the south really? of Sweden, you know, the really fine sand. Mm-hmm. It's a completely different atmosphere than living in a I mean obviously the cities in Sweden aren't huge I'm from the fifth largest town or city and it's not super big but it's still different than spending summers in the countryside so I would say the reset and the animals my grandparents always had kittens and Mm. um, being a country girl for a few weeks every summer 
is mm. a really that's a memory I treasure. Yes, I love that the beaches had white sand. I would just think of rocky coasts. And yeah, I've only no, been they're to gorgeous. Norway, but yeah, yeah. I mean, there are other areas that have rocky, rocky, but it's called the Riviera of Sweden. Is what they call it. <laughs> oh, I love it. It sounds beautiful. Yeah, it's nice to have that <laughs> difference in the topography too, where you have that variance of where you can go yeah. and you can see in so much of it. Yeah. So I think that's probably my most treasured memory. And we still go there in the summer when I go visit. Oh, that's lovely. Now everyone listening is going to have to go there too. There's going to be this overtaking of the beaches. No, no. <laughs> Don't do that. She, she didn't tell you the name. It's not Southern right. Sweden. No. It's Northern Sweden. <laughs> right. I used to go to the... Yeah, I used to go to the north of Sweden, too, because my dad's from up there, actually. So we would oh. split our time. <laughs> <laughs> Cover it all. Cover it all. That totally Yeah, works. exactly. Yes. Mm -hmm. That's too funny. So with your book that just came out, what do you think that readers are going to take away and enjoy most about it? Well, this book is, it's sort of a a love song to challenging mother-daughter relationships. And I'll be really clear, like I have a great relationship with my mom. It's not, <laughs> that's not the inspiration for the book, but the ability to overcome and forgive and mm. maybe see past the surface. I think a lot of the time kids don't know their parents. Like it takes a long time for a person to know who their parents are because the title parent kind of covers everything, covers everything. The role of being parent kind of negates letting the child know who you really are. Not all, not always, but I think there's a lot of things that kids just don't know about their parents, even as adults. Yeah. And so this book was sort of an exploration in that it's about a woman and her elderly mom, and they have always had a strained relationship, but I don't know. I don't want to give away too much, but oh. my main character ends up, um, she's helping her mother complete a bucket list mm -hmm. before she dies. And so it's about the, it's a physical journey, kind of a road trip, kind of fun in that way. A lot of adventures and stuff that they go on, but the inner journey of both for my main character, what she learns about herself, but also the reconciliation between the mother and the daughter and kind of that to be open for there to be more than one side to a person. Yes. And that can be transformative. Yes. That's amazing. I like that. That's Sounds like a wonderful book. Great read over the holiday and over the summer. Yeah, I so, hope so. Yes. So what part of writing brings you the most joy? What do you enjoy most about it? I enjoy most those moments you have when you sit down and you open your laptop and you know exactly the scene you're going to write and you write it and you look up and three hours passed and you have no idea where the time went and you have life on the page. That's what I like the most. And everyone who's an author will tell you that those moments are not daily. <laughs> <laughs> that flow you know? is not easy to find. No, but mm. finding the flow in it, I think that's what makes many writers come back to it over and over. Yes, I love how you say that the life on the page, that like you're able to commute that piece. Right. Put it there. That's beautiful. Yeah. Yes, very well said. I like that a lot. So what is the book or story that inspires you the most? I'm going to limit myself to two books that have inspired my women's fiction, particularly. Ooh, because okay. otherwise we could be here forever. <laughs> <laughs> All I'm right. not going to go back to childhood. I'm going to stick to kind of <laughs> temporary stuff. Okay. So I'll mention two titles. 
I think one of the most inspiring for my women's fiction has been Big Little Lies by Leanne Moriarty. Um, not necessarily for the suspense and the drama of it, but because the characterization. She is such, uh, she's so gifted at uh, pinpointing personality and character in very, with very small measures. And mm-hmm. so being able to bring depth to a character with a line that that's something that I aspire to do. So in that way, her writing has really been inspirational to me. The other book I'll mention is nonfiction. It's called The Boys in the Boat. Have you read it? No. It's about the Yuda rowing team in the 1940s Olympics. Uh, it's a true story about basically overcoming adversity. And it follows this main guy who comes from a rough background, but he makes it onto the team and, you know, their journey to becoming, I'm not going to give things away, but, you know, the tremendous effort and strain. And also it makes you want to row, even if you have no interest (laughs) in rowing. It's, I think it's written by a local author. He has written a couple other nonfiction books too about historical events. He's a very gifted researcher and writer, but the boys in the boat, I think for me, one of my big, big things that draws me to books and movies is underdogs overcoming, mm-hmm. you know, coming out on top. And this book is like such a testament to that. I've read it myself. And then I read the youth version to my kids aloud. Like it's a, such an inspirational story. But I think I'm picking that for this question just because of this, the underdogs. Like that is something that's kind of a red line in my books. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes my characters mm-hmm. will have some form of trait that has to do with you know being down for the count but overcoming oh that's wonderful and there's a youth version of the book so that the same author wrote two versions of it then yes so it's a slightly simplified version that for schools oh very cool yeah that's neat that's definitely something we're checking out i highly recommend yeah so those i'm picking those two books I think those are two great books to choose. I like that. And I love that. And now I'm going to want to read them both. Well, I might read it different because I've definitely been wanting to check out Leanne Moriarty. And so I think there's another book of hers that was on high on my list too. I'm trying to remember what it was. Yeah. I think Big Little Lies is my favorite of hers. I think I've read most of her books. Good to know. Very good to know. That's wonderful. So obviously people need to go get your book because it's out today. But what is the best way for folks to find you and follow you online? Best place to find all the information is on my website. It's aecollinsbooks.com. Or you can find me on Instagram at aeccreates. Ooh, I like that. aeccreates. Also, if you want dog content, that's where Archie is with me. (laughs) <laughs> so if you want to meet Archie, that's where you have to go. Yeah. That's very good to know. Very good to know. Okay. So then we'll have all that in the show notes. So it'll be easy for them to get connected to you and get the copy of the book that just came out so they can be in sync with that and learn more about it. So how many books do you have out total then at this point? So I have two books out from 22. And then I have this book out that just came out yesterday. And then I have two rom-coms under contract for 24 and 25. I have something else in the works that I'm not at liberty to discuss at the moment. Ooh, I like that. That sounds very <laughs> mysterious. So yeah, three out. By the, time, two. by the time this is out, there's hopefully two. We have to go to your Instagram and start learning <laughs> You'll about have to these come things, to my Instagram, right? Yeah. Exactly. exactly. So we can know what that mystery <laughs> is about. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> well, good. Well, thank you so much 
much, Anne. It was so lovely to get to chat with you and learn more about you and your writing. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Yes, absolutely. Thanks for joining us. I hope you take a second to give us a review or a couple of stars on your favorite podcasting platform. And we'll be here again next Wednesday. Follow us on Instagram at Author Express Podcast to see who's coming up next. Don't forget, keep it express, but keep it interesting. Interesting.